Well, that is interesting, babes. It is. How things really changed during the pandemic. <clears throat> yes. Yes. But right now it's kind of... Um, <laughs> uh, it's almost like you kind of have to watch like week by week what's going on because some things some things change and some things don't some things have changed um, and then they change back again. So it's, it feels like we're in a state of limbo yeah. as far as the pandemic goes. It is. Yeah. Now I will say this. Yeah. Uh, I didn't catch the press conference the other day, mm-hmm. but I watched the recap on the news. And they made it sound like mm-hmm. we're starting to level off <clears throat> as far as hospitalizations for COVID-19, mm-hmm. which is good for a lot of different reasons, right? So, one, you don't want anybody sick or dying. And two, it leads to the possibility of we might start reopening again soon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, yeah, we are really in limbo, aren't we? Yeah. We're kind of like, well... We're kind of in between this thing, and we could be reopening, but we we could not be reopening. So it's kind of like a um, like a week by week uh, basis. It seems like to me. I as feel you with that, babe. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit frustrating, but <clears throat> we'll have to see. Yes. It is, uh, after all, um, we we are definitely in uh, close to the fall, <clears throat> getting close to the to official beginning of fall. In my mind, it already is, though. It, it does feel like it, for sure. It's September 9th when we're doing this. Yeah, it is. And I look at it like Labor Day is the unofficial start of the fall. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I looked at it the same way when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely is feeling like it, which is nice because it's not cold yet, and it's not super hot, and it's kind of in the middle. And then the... um. Pretty soon the leaves are going to be falling, so people start to see, you know, nice colors. And and then you've got, you know, pumpkin things are coming out already. Yeah. Yeah. And normally I don't like the holidays, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm going to be doing a lot of walking out, walking around outside no. in the cold this year. And it also looks like I might be spending Bortu with my gym. <laughs> Well, I don't like walking. I will say this, Bubs. I do, I do like things about the the winter, but I for sure I don't like walking in cold, uh, walking in the cold air. I don't like that, especially here where it could get pretty rainy. Yes, yes. Yeah. the The worst is when we have like a couple of snow days, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like even, you know, one day of snow I can deal with, but not. Two or three or a whole week of it. Coming from Hawaii, I can totally see Ugh. why why that's the case. I know I'm the same way. I don't know how. And you, I grew up here in the Northwest but and lived in Denver. Yeah, I don't know how you were able to deal with it in, in Colorado because it seems like they have more snow than we do. It was brutal. I would imagine. Oh, especially that first year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty bad in Utah because I was leaving snow just to get to more snow. So it was hard to walk on, especially when the um, when the snow turned to ice. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talked about Colorado, I'm like, whoa! I'm glad I wasn't in Utah when it really <laughs> started snowing because you know it's not that far from Colorado, and I heard the Colorado snow is pretty brutal. I don't like it. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, well, you're back on my couch. 
I am. For the first time in over a year. I can't believe it. And I had, and I honestly, when I walked in here, I had to kind of reorient myself because I haven't been here in a year and a half. Because I've been taking the pandemic pretty seriously there, Joe. Well, yeah, and you also been hanging out with me, too. That's true, at your place. That's right. The pandemic doesn't exist in your building. So. <laughs> it does, but um, I have a, I have one of the rules when coming into my house is no masks and <laughs> uh, nothing like that. I can go through the lobby of your building with a mask on, but as soon as you let me inside... Your unit, I have to take it off immediately. You have to take it off immediately. Or else I'll be chained to the bed. <laughs> chained? Sexually. What? Yes. I don't have any chains. Your mom bought you some chains, and she told me that if I don't obey, I, if, uh, you will torture me sexually. Bubs, I'm not into that stuff. It's okay. disgusting. <laughs> Bubs, come on. <laughs> I am not into that. That's just grotesque. That's okay, babes. I still love you. Okay. Whatever that means. Uh -oh. You went out to eat with your mom, who yes. was in town last week, and I had a lot of issues just hearing her talk. She was talking pretty quietly. Okay, good. So it wasn't just me. Yeah, I could hear her, but I think the reason... I think she was just tired because she didn't have a lot of sleep. I hope she didn't think I was rude, because sometimes she'd say something to me at the table, and I'd just be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I don't think so. Oh, good. I... I mean, she never mentioned it to me. Good, good, good. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, um, we did have fun that week. Um, there were some times where I did feel a little bit irritated, but that did, that happens, um, that does happen when she, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but, um, um, it was, I mean, we had a really nice lunch, and we walked around, and it was a really nice day that mm -hmm. day. And, um... And my, and I think my mom was saying that she saw like a bunch of houses and it was it was a nice area. Uh, we we had a really nice time actually. I love that part of town. It's great, yeah. Yeah. Well, parts of uh, mm. that area is not that great either, but yeah, that's true. It depends on the time of day. But know. it depends on where you are too. Like in that area, it's really it's really good. But like that restaurant where we went to, yes. I've been going there for years. Mm -hmm. I think it's a family-owned place. They're reasonably priced. Super and nice. The people there are very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I love their service. I do too. Yes, and I'm and and I'm glad that we were able to find a booth, a nice a nice big booth. Y'all got there before me. We did, and um, she suggested that I sit more towards the door because you were coming in. Mm -hmm. She was sitting on the other side. I think she was just tired that day. Nice. Yeah, and she was also cold. How she, long were you waiting for me? Uh, um, we, I don't, I think it might have been like 15, 20 minutes. I'm not, I'm not sure, but my mom was a little bit worried because she thought, oh, maybe, maybe you were lost or. No, no, no. Did you have to explain it to her? No, I, I. I, you I just let her so. assume that I was lost. <laughs> no, no, but then you told me. I don't know, you... Mom. Maybe he is. No, I said, oh, maybe there was construction because I wasn't sure about that. But then you told me that you you knocked something over, right? No, right, you guys got there early. We did. Yeah, we did. And so you called me. I'm still at home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, we're already here. Right, 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 right. So I didn't leave until you guys were already seated at the restaurant. Yes. Oh, that's why. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I was trying to get a hold of you and you didn't answer your phone. 
But you also do that weird thing to where you'll call this number and it goes directly to my voicemail. Well, what? You You told me that there's a number you can call, and if both people are on Verizon, it'll go straight to voicemail. No, you use that a lot. No, 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 no. See what? So I can't do that anymore because we have different. um, We we now have different voicemail systems. Oh, you're no longer with Verizon. I never was with Verizon. It was just the um, my um, my service was being carried by Verizon. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and now my service is being carried by T-Mobile. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I have a T-Mobile voicemail, even though I'm not really with T-Mobile. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, so what I would do is I would call my, I'll explain it. So I would call Your my voicemail. Go ahead. And I would leave you a message from my voicemail because I was able to do that. Yeah. And then I'd come over and I'd be like, I didn't even know that you called. You'd be like, oh, Bob, you got to check your phone more often. I don't yeah, know why you d- didn't hear me. Yes, Bob. <laughs> I was well, like, well, of course I didn't hear you. you, don't, you well, didn't I mean, there is, isn't, there a fe- isn't there a feature where you can um, hear a noise to indicate that you have a message? There might be, but there... One, I didn't know to check that. Oh my goodness. When you said you left a message, I was assuming that you meant you actually called my phone, not that you called directly to my voicemail and left a message. Even so, you should already check oh, it in. Oh, Bobby, I don't know why you didn't know. You will have to make it. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and then afterwards, you're like, oh, Bobby, I, I tell you about young guy who's got to go to What? I usually call your voicemail because you were here for me. <laughs> well, I just figured, okay, naturally you would check it just to see if you got something from me. No, because if I don't hear my <laughs> phone ring, why would I do that? I'll see, bubs. Yeah. Yes, I think of those things, you know. <laughs> there are features that you actually, there are. there is a way to have like an indicator sound, bubs. Um, Obama did some good things as president. I'm not a huge fan, no. uh, especially with some of the things he did related to George W. Bush. And well, we don't—you already know my thoughts. Yes, about I that. know. But one of the things he did, and I didn't find about out about this until recently, is he initiated this program where uh, people who don't make a lot of money, like you and myself, can get free cell phone service. Oh yeah, I heard all about that. I'm not too impressed. How come you haven't signed up for that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I am I don't want an Obama phone. Why not? Uh, Do they not work well or what? No, I just don't like the idea of getting a phone from the government. Oh my god, you know they can track you anyway, babes. Oh, but still, bubs, I, I'd rather buy my own phone, thank you very much. I think the way they have it set up is they just give you a SIM card, and you can put it in whatever phone you want. Uh-oh. Yeah, I... Yeah, so credit where credit is due. I'm not too impressed, bubs. I mean, I'd give George Bush credit for something, but... Okay. Uh, what, okay. what? 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 Like what? Political. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was listening to Secular Talk in the last couple of weeks, and Trump did something good once. He did a lot of good things. What? Well, and I'm not just talking about coming out and saying that people should get vaccinated. And that he's recommended, not forced. No, but he said that you should get vaccinated. I recommend it. He said that he's been vaccinated and he said All right, all right, all right. What is the story? Go it's on. 95%. Go on, go on, go on. Ah okay. <laughs> Apparently Trump passed some law to where 
hospitals have to disclose yeah. how much money services cost. So, for example, if I go in with, um, let's say I have Kaiser, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying what, I'm just giving this as an example. Right, 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 right. And I go in and get services through them, and you're uninsured, and you go in for the same procedure. Mm -hmm. The hospital has to list how much I was charged versus you and how much the visit actually cost them. Wow. Um, So that's a good thing he did. Well, I I think they should do that, honestly. Yeah. See, two good things I said about Trump. Well, 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 I think they should do that, honestly. And, um, yeah, that's good. Yes. Yes, even a broken clock is right twice a day. What? What? Ah! <laughs> enough! Enough! <laughs> Bob, what? I'm at your I'm at your house again, so now I get to do what I what I was gonna do when I wasn't at your house. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Enough, enough. <laughs> I love Take you, babes. For now, for now, babes, but not forever. What's that thing Odo says? I hope I owe him one, but just one. Just yeah, something like that. <laughs> In the episode where Quark uh, wants Odo to use the Hollow Suite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. 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 That's exactly. a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was like towards the end of it, right? Yes. Yes. Yesterday was Star Trek Day. Oh, and I didn't know that until you told me. September eighth marked the. 55th anniversary of the U.S. premiere of the greatest sci-fi television show ever made. Okay. Or franchise, I guess. <laughs> because I like the assignment better. But you, you get my drift. I get you with... How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm indifferent, I guess, because I'm a Trekkie, but uh, whatever <laughs> floats your boat. I remember once, babes. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this YouTube commentator who was trying to make the argument about what a big Star Trek fan he was. Yes. And I think he said, I've been watching Star Trek since it first came out on September 6th, 1966. (laughs) And I immediately turned off the video. Because this is September 8th. Yes. And he did another video like a week later saying, "Ah, I got the date wrong. It's an honest mistake. You're a bigger fan than he is. Yes. But <laughs> well, wait a minute. Uh, that, that That's funny, though. It is. So he actually got out there and was like, ah, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And people slip, and I do too. So so how big a fan is this person? I don't know them in person, but they've talked about reading the Star Trek books. Wow. And, you know, seeing the motion picture when it first came out in 79. Oh, wow. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, he probably read the uh, uh, the Klingon book. I don't know about that. You've never read a Star Trek novel. No, I haven't. There's some good ones. There's some really bad ones. Really? But there's some great ones out there. I'd love to read the Vanguard series with you. Vanguard? What is that one about? So, it's a series of books. I think there's like nine or ten in the series. And it's kind of like if DS9... Mm-hmm took place in the time of the original series. Uh-huh. And they're co-written by David Mack, mm-hmm. who did a great Star Trek book called Empire of Sorrows, mm-hmm. which is like the continuation of what happened <laughs> in the Mirror Universe after um, the transporter accident in the original series. Oh, a transporter. Oh, wait, that's Transformers. Yes. 
That's okay, babes. <laughs> now I sound like a little bit of a geek. Well, you kind of are, but it's okay. I still love you. Yesterday, <laughs> I was trying to convince you that September 8th is a big deal. So I was asking Miss A what happened in this day of history. <laughs> she starts talking about how Gerald Ford pardoned your man, Richard Nixon. My said, man? I don't know this guy. And I said, okay, well, what happened on this day on you know, in 1966, and it was some big deal that wasn't related to, to Star Trek at all. I'm like, no, trust me, this is a big deal. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I, no wonder why I don't know it's a big deal, because I'm not a Trekkie. Yes. So how would I know, how would I know that? I, I didn't know that. I've known about this holiday since grade school. <laughs> but you, know what you, should do, you know what you should do in the future? Because you remember you had this idea about a cacophony society. Yes. You should do the, the the Star Trek idea you had. What was that? Going to a theater with like 50 people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Star Trek. And then when everyone um, took out their uh, toy phasers, they would have like toy phasers. In okay, there. so you're close. Okay. The idea is to go to a romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. That has nothing to do with Star Trek on opening night. Mm-hmm. And you have... Tons of people come in dressed as the Star Trek characters. And before the movie starts, you have the president of the Cacophony uh, Society walk to the front of the theater and start giving a speech about the Federation or the Klingon Empire. And then everybody who's dressed like a Star Trek character just starts applauding in the audience. What about the phasers? Like um, the communicators, like if somebody had like a toy. Uh, yeah, I guess you could play with those during it. Play with those during Yeah. <laughs> and just annoy the other patrons who just want to see a good movie. That's hilarious. Like, hey, we didn't... Can you imagine? It's like, hey, we didn't come here to hear that. We don't watch the movie. I think that would be fun, babes. And I'd look at you and I'd be like, uh, I don't know this man. You would have to come up dressed as a Star Trek character. <laughs> at least into the theater. <laughs> What kind of alien would I be... Good as you could even be a human just dressed in a Starfleet uniform. Oh my goodness, you know, I could, yeah, or you could be a Romulan, a Romulan, yes. <laughs> and I could say, Now, from a word from the Romulan High Council, and then you say something, <laughs> they look like you can be I wouldn't know what to say. I don't know enough about the Star Trek franchise. Watch, watch this movie and then have some Wamu and Hill, okay? Wamu and I could be, a, I could be, um, I could be a Ferengi. That's yeah. true. That would require a lot of makeup. Though. No, I don't think I'd want to do that though. Yes. What, what, what do Klingons uh, have? They have these weird ridges on their forehead. Oh wow! But the and then also the. Um, and then also the, um, <clears throat> do they have pointed ears too? They do, right? No. Oh, that's, that's not it. Okay. Those are Vulcans and Romulans. Vulcans, thank you. And Romulans too, because Romulans are, and Vulcans are related to each other. Oh, right. If you remember. So I could either be a Klingon or I could be a Bajoran. Well, I don't know about how the Bajoran people, or the Bajoran, a, a Bajoran costume would look like. Because I'd have to have like. Weird ridges on, on your nose. But that would be a lot easier than being a Klingon. Right. That that's like a four hour makeup job being a Klingon. Oh. Yes. Maybe the costumes would come with the uh, extra stuff to put on your nose and stuff like that, your forehead. Or a mask. Yeah. Right. Yes. I wouldn't have to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Yes. That might be something. Maybe. 
Oops. I don't know. That's just that's just funny to me. A Womulan. <clears throat> or I could be a I could be um I could be a Vulcan. You know. You could just say live long and prosper. I've been a I've been a uh, I've been accused of being a Vulcan, but my ears aren't even pointed. No. Uh-huh. Have you d- figured out how to do the live long and prosper sign with your hands yet? Is that the one where you have your um... hands pulled out like this, Phil? Phil, what do you think? Can you do that? Uh, I could try. Um... It's hard. It is very hard because if you're not flexible. <laughs> like, I can do it now just because I've done it for so long. Yeah. But I remember when I first started to learn as a kid, it was very difficult. What, is it this? No, no, no. It's here, Phil. Okay. Feel how my hands are separated in the middle. Yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do. <laughs> I, got, I got to get more flexible. It's kind of like playing an instrument. It helps if you do it from a young age. It does, because it never it never leaves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you're rusty, it's easy to get back to it. But this... No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't think I'm cut out to be uh, uh, able to do the live long and prosper sign. Well, good. Live long and prosper. Yes. Uh, no, thanks. Okay. No. Well, okay, so what does a Starfleet uniform look like? It's just, I mean, they change throughout the years. <clears throat> But it's basically a colorful uniform with a communication device on, like, the breast of the uniform. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That kind of looks like a rank symbol. Ah. Yeah. I could just look like any human Starfleet officer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. I'm just here for the festivities. Don't mind me. Ancient Jewel were important for duty. Okay. Yeah, I mentioned Jewel. I heard that they're going to take Voyager and TNG off of Netflix at the end of this month. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, we got to watch some TNG before it gets out of the air. We do. When, when does Seinfeld come on, get on Netflix? October 1st, I think. Ooh. Yes. Well, I got something to look forward to next month, bubs. That's good, babes. Because when I went watching on Hulu, it was good, except it kept buffering. Yeah. And Netflix barely ever buffers. That's good. Ugh, I know. I'm glad you have that same problem because sometimes I do. Huh. Now, 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 now. Interestingly enough, I've watched cartoons on Hulu, but they don't buffer, which is really weird. Maybe they have a lower bit rate, so it's easier on your ISP. Probably, but it's very because it, I was watching some uh, Nickelodeon cartoons, old ones. Very and... advanced, babes. But... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, bubs. What? I was hey. just joking. Mm. I watch cartoons too. Yeah, I like. The, I watch the ones that I actually enjoy. Rick anyway, Morty, Bojack Horseman. Oh. Go ahead. You're gonna let me finish? Of course. Okay. Well, but as I was saying. Fuck. Okay, I'm sorry, babes. Go ahead. No, but I noticed that they did not buffer, and you're probably right about the um, the lower bit, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But I can't wait till Seinfeld gets on Netflix-y. Good show, babes. Yeah. Some would say it's the best sitcom ever. One of them. Yep. One of them. Yes, yes, yes. I had friends in the mix, too, even though we don't care about friends. No. 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 <laughs> no, we don't want to have babes. I do. Okay. What else? I do. Okay, babes. What else? Ooh, socks. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, Soft feet. Seinfeld's a little bit more realistic, I think. Oh my goodness! It's they're they're different in their own ways, Bubs. Yeah, I don't know. I never got friends, but this is, I, I, I I shouldn't say that. I watched the first season. Yeah, but Bubs, when it I, came out, and I was like eleven. Yeah, but Bubs. Each season, I <clears throat> and I'm not saying this just because I like the show, but I honestly think that each season gets funnier. So you think that the tenth season is the best season of the series? Um, it's one of the better seasons. Yes, the mm-hmm. first season you're still warming up to everybody. The second and third, um, you're starting to learn about their personal lives and uh, job prospects and things like that. Um, five through ten is when you really get to know the rest of them, and then they have like other people come into the the mix, but you know, like old girlfriends or whatever. It just felt a little bit too paint by numbers for me. Yeah, but you're kind of a paint by numbers. Put numbers. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the opposite of that. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yes. But maybe it's a maybe in some ways it's kind of a more of a girly show. That's probably the case. Although I've heard of guys who like it. Yeah, yeah. Some guys do like it, but um, I I know more girls that like it than guys. Speaking of TV, yes, Omar Little died. Oh, or the actor who played him. The character has been gone for a while. <laughs> yeah, yes. the character has been canceled. Michael K. Williams is no more. That's so sad. He was so good on that show, and I that. never heard about him until you explained that he played <clears throat> Omar on The Wire. Um. But it's sad that he he was only fifty four. I know it's it's that that seems now now it seems very young for a person to die. Well, as we're getting older, as we're getting older, yeah. it's not that far away. No, it's not that far away. I know, I know, it's crazy. <coughs> but that 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 saddens me. It really does. I was watching TYT this week. Of course, of course, they've been going after Joe Rogan hard this week. And it's been a little bit like, come on, pull off a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I, I heard the latest thing about um, what the 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 CNN was going after Joe Hard uh, Joe Rogan about. But yeah, and yeah, with the COVID thing, yeah, yeah. they didn't like his medication. But meanwhile, if you listen to his show, and who knows, he could be lying, but he said that he consulted with a doctor. Yeah, about well, his medication. Actually, the um, the ivermectin rumor that CNN tried to pull with them saying that it was a dewormer for horses is, is actually not true. I've heard that there's more to the story. Right? <laughs> it can be used for that, but there are different forms of it. Okay, but I've been hearing a lot about the um, the efficacy of um, ivermectin and how it has helped a lot of um, people that got the virus. And I've heard some really good things about it. I don't know enough, to be honest. Yeah. But apparently Joe Rogan consulted with a doctor. And I use ivermectin all the time. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. What? I use it to flavor my food. I put it (gasps) into my cinnamon rolls. That's what I was tasting. (laughs) Uh, Vanilla, a little bit of ivermectin. Sorry, I forgot the (laughs) lemon. The lemon really goes well with this ivermectin, though. Ivermectin, so, ivermectin sounded too much like lemon, so right. I decided to put it in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's just, it's a joke. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, on TYT this week, Anna's just been like laying into Joe Rogan for this. And I was like, look, I, 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 I mean, honestly, I mean, I think if 
uh, and this is just my opinion, if somebody isn't in the medical field, like actually working in the medical field, I don't think they have any right to um, to criticize whatever medication somebody takes. Yeah, and you can make the argument that, okay, maybe it's a worthy news story when it first comes out that a big celebrity is using ivermectin and you don't know that a doctor told him to use that. Uh-huh. But once he, once he says publicly that he talked to a doctor about right. it and the doctor okayed it, then maybe at that point you drop the story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now there are doctors that won't that will not prescri- prescribe those um, therapeutics. So sometimes people have have to um, get it offline because there are um, there are uh, medical organizations that are um, selling them offline. Online, rather, hmm. because doctors will not prescribe them. But the fact that he actually asked a doctor, should I take this? Um, I think a doctor told him to take it. Yes, yes. No, yes. he asked a doctor, should I take this? Or or, or he consulted a doctor. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, but I really, I really don't think that if a person... I, I really think that if a person is not actually working in the medical field and they don't know enough about the therapeutic then they should not be criticizing somebody about it they shouldn't be criticizing a patient about it absolutely not um especially one who got better exactly right? exactly and and since he came publicly and i don't know much about this i don't know much, much a lot about joe rogan except for what you told me but i'm a big fan but given that he actually consulted a doctor and the doctor said it's okay to take then it has to say something mm-hmm it isn't like, oh, yeah, I just took ivermectin because... Uh, I had some conservative I, who said it was a good idea on my show. Or um, I I didn't do any research, but I, I I thought it would be good. But he it sounded like he actually talked to a doctor um, and got better. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't think that um, nobody really has a right to criticize any medication someone's taking. That a doctor said. To that take. a doctor said to take, yeah. Maybe criticize the doctor, but anyways, I thought their inta- attacks on him this week have been a little bit too extreme. But they also talked about Michael K. Williams, uh-huh. and Jake <laughs> was saying that when TYT used to do a radio show, yeah, or be a, a radio program before it got onto YouTube, they had him as a guest on to promote The Wire. Yeah, and Michael K. Williams told the story about he was in some fight. Mm-hmm. And somebody took a knife and scratched him, <gasps> and it almost pierced one of his arteries. Oh. So this happened when he's, like, 19. Oh. oh. He goes to the hospital. Boy. Or maybe he was 23, something like that. Right, right, right. And his mom had insurance on him mm-hmm. because she didn't think that he was going to live to 50. Right. So Michael K. Williams goes through some more things and eventually turns his life around Mm -hmm. and becomes a very successful actor, Uh also involved with a lot of progressive causes. And they were saying, this is a good example. Even though he may have ended badly, Mm -hmm. this is why you shouldn't give up on people so easily, because they can always turn their lives around and do something really productive and cool if you give people a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Joe Rogan, then but but i thought that was like a really cool I, I just i just think that you know to each his own right if if you're if if uh if people are going to say well stay out of my business and stay out of my medical business oh that's what that's the way i see it well good you know if it worked for him and he's better for it 
and uh, he consulted a doctor, then yes. good for him. Good for and him. if he did his research, good for him. Good for him. So, I mean, does that mean that if... And I, don't, and I don't know TYT, I don't watch it, but does that mean that if um, Annie took a, Anna took a medication that somebody didn't like or uh-huh. whatever, that yeah. they have a free range of, uh, they're, they're free to uh, badmouth her or something? I don't, I don't know. know. She takes vitamin C <laughs> for a cold and suddenly in the comment sections, it's like people talking about that. Or That's tears too, but we're taking vitamin Jimmy C. Jimmy Dore does like two hours about why she's wrong for doing it. Or why she's wrong for taking, uh, for upping her uh, vitamin D intake. Or vitamin C, yeah. <laughs> Or vitamin C, yeah, yeah, or or you know um um uh you know bad mouthing her for uh having more um having um more antibiotics in her system. Oh, or not, not antibiotics. Um, uncle biotics. No, no, no. It's um, <laughs> uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, it's it's driving me crazy. I can't. I can't. Jo- uh, dark chocolate has 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 the the things I'm trying to mention. Um not antibiotics, probiotics, um I forgot. Oh. Anyway, they're good for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Upping upping her um her intake of dark chocolate. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think it goes both ways, but yes, yes, yes. Well I was just trying to make a joke, not spending <laughs> over fifteen minutes bad mouthing them. But um I yeah. Yeah. After we finish the war, I think next weekend we'll probably start with the boys, right? Maybe. No, Gone with the Wind, Bubs. No, but Gone with the Wind is a movie and the boys is a TV show. Okay. Right, so we could do both next weekend. Okay. But when we finish with the boys, mm-hmm. I want to show you the first season of The Wire. And not just because Michael K. Williams died recently. <laughs> One, he, he is incredible in The Wire. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of great performances, and the writing is top notch in the first season. Yes. Yes. So eventually, you'll get to meet Omar. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> wow. Well, okay. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I think he's a great character on the show. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 I saw a movie with Edris Alba, who was also on The Wire. Mm-hmm. He's in the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh, okay. Which I really enjoyed. Hmm. Yeah, you told me that was pretty intense. Yeah, it's good, though. Mm-hmm. It's It's definitely worth checking out. And I told you that the other night, mm-hmm. I'm here alone, and I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. Mm-hmm. Particularly of his work during the 1980s. Yes. Favorite movie of his is Coming to America. Mm-hmm. So finally, I say to myself, maybe it's time to watch the sequel. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. <laughs> That's the first thing you told me when you told me you saw it. No, for <laughs> real. There were a fair amount of laughs in the movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it's not as good as the original. I totally understand, and even though I haven't seen it, which I don't think I'm going to plan, I'm, I'm not planning to see it, I totally understand why you would, would say that. So let me give you some reasons yeah. that I think the movie fell short. Yeah. There's a couple times in the film where they show scenes from the original movie, 
So it's kind of like you're not building your own identity. Yeah. You're constantly returning. Right. And they even repeat jokes from the first movie. Oh, wow. For example, the thing about the golden arch. Yes. Being different from the golden arches. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Louis Anderson, the token white guy who worked at McDowell's. Yes. Is working at a McDowell's in Africa now. Mm -hmm. So they could keep him in the movie. Yes. And when Eddie Murphy's son goes to get married, he goes to the preacher that Arsenio Hall played in Coming to America. Right, right. You know, right. so it's like yeah. it's it's forcing <laughs> these characters in instead of forging its own identity. Was that one girl that our Arsenio Hall uh, voiced in when when um um Hakeem and the Prince or Hakeem yeah. went to that party? They replay that scene in the movie. Do they really? Yep. Because he's like, I'm gonna. I I was watching you and your friend. Yeah, they replay that scene. Wow. Um, one of the yeah, it's but there were for real. There were some things that really made me laugh in that movie too. So when he's talking to Lisa's dad, and the dad is saying, "I had a lawsuit with McDonald's because they have the McFlurry and I have the Mc." Uh, Furby, and our toppings are on the bottom. (laughs) That was funny to me. That is funny. Yeah. That is funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, and there are a few other things, too. It wasn't all bad, but it's just... Did they have the same uh, guys at the barbershop? Like the the Jewish guy and the the other guys? Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I do remember that scene... When um when Hakeem was talking to the guy from the from the barbershop, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, I'm trying to find uh, you know, where can I find where can I go to find a date? Like, oh, you you want to go to nice places like library and <laughs> <laughs> and he went to that party. He went well, I think it was after that he went to the party and um saw those other weird weird ladies. I don't know if this is true or not, babes, mm-hmm. but I was listening to an interview with Arsenio Hall. And he said that Eddie Murphy had a conversation with Oprah Mm -hmm. fairly recently Mm -hmm. where Oprah apparently asked Eddie Murphy, uh, who are those actors in the barbershop scene in Coming to America? Like the makeup was so good that she didn't know it was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which says something about the quality of the makeup. Right. Yes. Right, but if you, I mean, the the Jewish guy especially, right? That old Jewish guy? That's Eddie Murphy. And I was like, whoa, that was really good. <laughs> I, he didn't even sound like Eddie Murphy. No. He was also the leader of that, that sexual chocolates band. Was that him or was that Arsenio? Who it was either him or, I think it was Arsenio. I mean, I think it was him actually, yeah. right? People forget how talented of an impressionist Eddie Murphy is. He's really good. Mm-hmm. No, he was the one. He was the one singing because uh, I don't think Arsenio Hall um, sang anything. You, have you listened to any of Eddie Murphy's comedy albums? No. Oh, we got to change that. Actually, actually, no. Arsenio Hall did because he he did sing because he had a um, an alter ego called Chunky A. Okay. And made an album. Um, I think it's Eddie Murphy's first comedy album it's delirious Mm -hmm. he does an impression of ralph norton ralph cramden ralph cramden Mm -hmm. and ed norton that's really good from the honeymooners that's hilarious really yes 
It has to be funny. It was really good. And it was a it was an album of impressionist impressions? No, it's a stand up special. Oh wow. That they released as a comedy album too. Oh well. Yeah. <clears throat> He's really funny when he does stand up. Nice. Yes. And the rumor was that before the pandemic he was gonna go back on the road. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Well. I don't know how you feel about that. You gotta take care of them kids, though, Bubs. Uh oh. Got a lot of kids. By the way, you wanna hear something interesting? What's that? Eddie Murphy was almost in Star Trek Four. Really? The movie, yep. And then he decided to do The Golden Child instead. Wow. I vaguely remember The Golden Child because it came out when I was very young. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been in... 86. 86 or something. And I I, I remember The Golden Child, but I I never... Um, I, I vaguely remember that movie. I've heard about it. I've never watched it. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I... I've heard other people say it's better than people think it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a kind of like a sci-fi movie. Nice. Sort of. Kind oh, of. Good. Yeah, but I I I vaguely remember it. <clears throat> How are you enjoying the Civil War? It is really very interesting, actually. I like how they put uh, like the last episode we watched. I liked how they were talking about Ulysses S. Grant's life and also Robert E. Lee's life mm -hmm. and how they got there um, to their positions. It was kind of interesting, actually. Ken Burns is very talented. A very thorough. Yeah. I like how he's so thorough. And I love I love the um, the the people that were chosen to narrate. These are really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Morgan Freeman, I heard Morgan Freeman reading a lot of things. Hope is a dangerous thing. Oh my goodness. Here we go again. Oh, what? Oh. What? Here we go again. What? Novel movie quote of the day. So many babes. Oh. Andy Dufresne. I'll never hear the end of it. Yes. When I first met Andy. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Sorry, babes. Ah. ah. Oh, Morgan Freeman's in the second coming to America movie. Is he? Yeah, but he's only in like one or two scenes. Oh, what is he doing? So his dad is having like a big birthday celebration. No, not a birthday celebration. He wants to have his funeral before he dies. And Morgan Freeman is kind of like the host of the evening. Oh, really? Yes. And his, his dad wants to have a funeral before he dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and Morgan Freeman is just there as a host. Correct. And where are they at? They're at the Royal Palace. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. Yes, babes. Okay. Okay, babes. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, Morgan Freeman's getting up there. <clears throat> he seems like a really cool guy. I would love to just sit down and have a beer with Morgan Freeman and talk about life. There was a clip where he was... Um, I, I, I think I, I found some clips of people... Um, um, uh, speaking with helium balloons, mm. and I think he did it. Oh wow, <laughs> it's funny. Huh. Yeah, he was reading something, and then he was like, and da 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 da, and then you hear the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> there was a clip of Lionel Richie on a, I think it was like a German TV show, and and they um, they asked him to sing "Hello" um, with helium in his mouth. Wow, <laughs> that's great. That was great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. We watched the Barefoot Contessa last weekend over the phone. Oh, yeah, that was a really good movie. Tell me more. So, um, the main character is played by Ava Gardner, who plays uh, a woman named um, Maria. I forgot what her last name was. Do you remember? No, I'm bad with that stuff. Okay. Well, why don't why don't you why don't you set the mood there, Bob? Give us the setting. It opens up on her funeral, and Humphrey Bogart flashes the audience back to the first night where he met Maria. It was at this bar in... Was it Italy? No, Spain. Spain. Spain, Spain, I'm sorry. We're going to go with that. Spain. Bogart is hanging out with this rich guy who inherited his money and wants to get into making movies. And Bogart is a director. Do you remember his character's name? Um... Oh, you I, I forgot. I think it was, oh, it was um, um, Harry Doors, I think it was. Okay. So Harry and them are hanging out, and they <laughs> want Maria to come to the table because she gave a really great performance. Yep. But she doesn't hang out with the clientele. Nope. First, the rich dude sends one of his underlings back to talk to her. She doesn't want to come out, so Harry says, I'm going to go and deal with her. Yep. They talk. And she leaves. The rich dude says, you have an hour to convince her to come with us. Or we're leaving the country mm-hmm. without you. Yep. Harry goes back to her place, talks to her, convinces her to go. They fall in love. She becomes a movie star. Yep. And then her dad kills the mom. Yep. And there's a big trial. Eventually, they switch perspectives mm-hmm. from Harry telling the story to the assistant of the rich guy. Yes, yes. And then they go back to Harry, which is super cool. And the rich guy's name was, uh, I think his name was Kirk something. I forgot who it was. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to give too much of this away. Yeah, it was, it was really good. But um, uh, towards, especially towards the end of the movie, because it has to do with um, the man that she ends up marrying. I don't want to give too much away either. It's really good. It makes us want to see more Humphrey Bogart movies. And that's what we're going to do tomorrow. That's right, babes. Well, this weekend, right? Yes. We are going to watch Key Largo, To Have and To Have Not, The African Queen, and then a movie that will be determined later. Yes. Yes. But uh, I'm I'm really enjoying these Humphrey Bogart movies, especially when you first came to my place and we were watching, um, Casablanca. Yeah. Casablanca, the Sierra, the treasure, the treasure of the Sierra Madre, which was probably his best one. I think so. Yeah. And then, um, the big sleep and, uh, uh, Maltese Falcon. We watched. Yeah. The Maltese Falcon. That was a really good one too. Super, super talented actor. He's great. Like, he's not the most versatile actor. Right. But there's something about him that just works in these older movies. Didn't you say that in the movies he comes off as being kind of uh, um, sarcastic? 
That's the way I think of it. Glib and sarcastic, yeah. But it's very dry. Very dry. Right, so if you're not really paying attention, you could totally miss his humor. Mm. And I like that. Okay, because I don't quite get his humor. And he's also great, even though it's a small part, in Angels with Dirty Faces. Yes. Yes. I like that one line in Casablanca where he's like, out of all the out of all the joints she had to walk into mine. I don't know I'm butchering it, but Out of all the gin joints in all the world, world why did she, she have to, to walk, walk into, into mine? mine? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. Oh my goodness. You're picking the hits, babes. Here's looking at you, kid. Thank you, babes. I'm a kid. <laughs> that was a line in the movie, Bubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that was a line in the movie. Oh, of course I know, babes. Yes. 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 But yeah, he's and, very talented. And Key Largo was a song that I forgot who sang it. Um I forgot who sang the song, but he 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 sang the in the chorus he said, We had it all just like Bogey and Bacall. Nice. And I'm like, ah. Oh. And then he died. Starring on our own um in our own something show, Sailing Away to Key Largo, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Okay, now we're going to actually watch Key, Gar- Key Largo. I'm excited. Me too. It's so cool to get into these old movies. I read a book last weekend about the making of The African Queen, mm-hmm. and it was written by Katherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the book was just okay. Mm-hmm. But then I watched a couple of interviews that she did on The Dick Cavett Show. Mm-hmm. She was really interesting. Uh, She told the story about how when she was a teenager, her and her friends used to break into people's houses. That is craziness. And one day, one of her friends was dating somebody, and they broke the door down to this house in their neighborhood. Uh Uh-oh. The daughter of the couple who owned the house ended up confronting her like a week later, and she said that she just ran away. When that happened. After she confronted her? Yeah. Wow. After she was confronted. Oh, wow. And she talked a lot about how, you know, you really have to focus in life. There's just a lot of wisdom in there. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I like those older movie stars a lot. Yeah, they have a lot to uh, share, Mm -hmm. don't they? And it seems like people back then Mm -hmm. lived a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, they weren't on Twitter all the time. No, no. So they could actually go out and do stuff that people on Twitter talk about wanting to do. That is one of the bad things about our technology is as convenient as it is, and it can be used for good. Mm-hmm. I made us some spaghetti. Oh, so good. I'm glad you liked it. It was super good, and it and it, it's, it tasted like the the noodles just... You know, that the sauce was uh, um, just marinated together with the spinach and the pepper and whatever else is in there. It was really good. And then you gave me some uh, fresh Parmesan. It's good. Do you think we should use that in our sandwiches this weekend or no? Um, I don't think we have to. Okay. Because I like it because it adds like a nice salty flavor to it. True. Um... We don't have to, though. I'll think about it. Okay. I don't know that we have to, but because we're going to add other things in it, like pickles and olives. And... But you have the small pickles, right? I believe so, yes. Uh, 
I believe I do. Ah, ah what? I got pickles. Isn't that okay, enough? Okay, okay. And you have a fair amount of them? Oh, I, I just I just opened it. Oh, good. I didn't even, uh, I didn't, I forgot that I um, had a new jar of pickles. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I just opened it yesterday. I didn't, I didn't use it. Nice, babes. Yes, boy. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Cool. Have you been watching anything else on TV recently? No, I've been watching some YouTube stuff. Um, I've been watching some like, like some Dr. Phil stuff, and I've also so um, I'm reading um, the tenth book now in the Left Behind series. Is everybody dead yet? So I just finished the ninth book called Desecration. This is when um, there's a lot of things that happen in the book. And probably one of the, another one of the bloodiest books in the in the series, but um, uh, this is uh, the part where um, Nikolai Carpathia desecrates the temple on the on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Oh. Um, and so now I'm reading the tenth book, and it's called The Remnant. So a lot of people were killed uh, by the uh, global community, which is. Um, which is a one world, uh, which is a one world order that uh, Nikolai Carpathia started, and um, it's getting good, Bubs. Nice. People are disguising themselves as global community. They're hiding out. They're trying to rescue people. I mean, it's it's an adventure. Nice. Yeah. It is. Is Donald Trump a character in these books? Bubs. I'm just asking a question. No. Okay. Nothing to do with any celebrities. Bush. Okay, go ahead. Nothing okay. to do with real celebrities. Okay, go ahead. It is completely fiction, Bubs. Nice. Bubs? What? You don't stop it, I'll pinch you in the wall. Sorry, babes, I don't know. Give me a kiss. <laughs> no. Yeah. Babes, you. what? What am I going to do with you? You're going to love me, babes. I do. Even more than you already do. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What are we going to read once you're done with Left Behind? I kind of think... We should do tune in and ready player one. But what are your thoughts right now? Well, I would I would love to reread The Giver um, with you. Yes. But I um I really want to read um To Kill a Mockingbird because it's like one of my favorite books. Oh. One that's one another uh, possibility. Um. Uh, Can we do two at once? Could we do like The Giver? And Ready Player One at the same time. How is it going to work, Bubs? Well, maybe in the morning we read The Giver, and then the afternoon we read Ready Player One. Oh, my goodness. That might work. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Ready Player One, the the students are teenagers, right? Yes. I thought it it was about a high school, correct? Not exactly. No, it's... I don't want to give too much away, but the basic story is... The real world kind of sucks now, and it's about 20-something years in the future. It's a dystopian reality, but what most people do is they plug into this VR system that hooks everybody into a program called the Oasis. And if you are super rich or talented, you can go on all these adventures. Uh But if you're just like a regular kid, you are limited to where you can go in the Oasis. Really? Now, yep, the guy who started the program died a few years earlier. And when he died, he said in his will, 
I am leaving the prize of the oasis to whoever can solve and find these items, right? Right. And nobody has found them yet. So it follows the main character who finds the first item in the oasis for this prize. Mm -hmm. Then it goes from there. And I'm not going to say anything else about it. Oh, wow. But it's really, really good. And how many items are are they supposed to find? I think it's like three or four. So it's kind of sci-fi slash scavenger hunt. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's like if Star Trek met Easter. No, no, no. What? It's like if the holodeck, <laughs> Easter, and Blade Runner had a kid together. <laughs> well, that's a commercial part of Easter Love. So oh, I wouldn't yeah. even count it as real Easter Love, just finding eggs. So... Y'all didn't do scavenger hunts as kids. We did. We did. Oh. I mean, we. I mean, when I was a kid, we. I did go on Easter egg hunts before I knew what Easter was really about. Um, we did have scavenger hunts um, that we that I did when I was a teenager with my friends, and that was a lot of fun. Um, no, no, no. We we. I definitely did scavenger hunts as a kid. I, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Well, good, babes. Those are always fun, though. But you don't relate that to the real Easter. No, because it's just like something that kids, little kids do, and they don't know anything about, they don't know what Easter really means, and they don't, They. I mean, all they know is about uh, bunnies, eggs, and chocolate. I mean, it's basically what it is. Yeah, lose the eggs, kids. And, and, Easter isn't about eggs. And peeps. And peeps? Marshmallow peeps. Okay. So I don't, I'm not a marshmallow pea person. You know, those are, those are right. No, I'm not a big marshmallow person. Okay. I like marshmallows if they're in chocolate. On occasion I'll have them, but it's not a big thing. I like them in s'mores and I like them roasted. Mm, But anyway, mm -hmm. um, so these marshmallow peeps are like these, um, chicks and, um, yeah, I'm not really a marshmallow pea person at all. And sometimes they have like the pink marshmallow bunnies. Yes. Not my favorite. But if they're if the if the marshmallows are covered in chocolate or if they're roasted or if they're in like Rice Krispie treats or um, s'mores, then that's fine. Oh, good. But and if they're in uh, and I don't even mind if they're in uh, in their if they're in in baked goods as long as they're not too much of them. Oh, oh. I like them in cocoa too. Nice. Once in a while. Um, I made my cinnamon rolls and I was rolling them out last night when there was a fire alarm that went off. So as a result, I kind of messed up a little bit, Yeah. but did you still like them though? Oh, of course. It was really good. Oh, good. I'm, 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 uh, anxious to have, um, more ladle. Oh, nice babes. Nice. And this time warmed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I would go easy on the vanilla next time. What happened was I forgot to add lemon to it, mm. and I think that would balance it out. But okay. overall, you liked it. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Even if you made, like, an orange cream frosting, I think that the orange would would um, also balance it out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you that next weekend I'm thinking about doing pumpkin scones. Yes. yes. I think that would be delicious. That might be babes. And I'll, I'll, I can, I want to be your... Um, your taste tester. Well, good. Yeah. I think that would be delicious. Yes. Taste tester. Taste tester, Jewel. That's right. 
he's just a buddy. Yes. I watched a documentary this week mm-hmm. that has a couple of people who I've met in real life. I don't want to give too much away because it's no. really not my place. No. But one thing I'm wondering from you, babes, has that ever happened with you? Um, watching a documentary with somebody that I know? Yeah. With somebody with um, somebody that you know was in the documentary. Yes, actually. Oh, that happened with us. What? We went to see a screening of a friend of mine's documentary, and there was this girl in there that you said that you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, yes, I do remember her, yes. She was in a wheelchair. But that wasn't who you were thinking about. No. Okay. There was a guy, remember I told you that story about the guy that, um, accidentally broke my cane? Yes. Because I, I, um, he saw me coming out of my apartment, and... I was trying to steer clear, and I said, okay, it's either my cane or my leg. Mm-hmm. I put my cane out. It broke. He said, if, he asked me if I was if I was okay. I said, yeah, but I, I need to get another cane. And he felt really bad, and he said, I I could get you one. I said, well, um, I need to go to class. And he said, well, why don't I take you in my truck? And, you know, when I meet somebody, I don't just climb in their trucks or their cars. Unless they look extremely dangerous. No, go ahead. No, I didn't know this guy. So I said, look, um, why don't we walk to my class and I'll give you the address to where you can find it. Well, he told me in the time we were walking that he was a part of a, a documentary about this serial killer. That's right. I forgot what the guy's name was, the serial killer, but he was a part of the documentary. And I'm like, wow, that is that is." crazy what was his role in it he, he was a part of making the making of it i think oh okay was, so he wasn't interviewed for it then. he wasn't interviewed i i think he um i think he made it but he did say some things about the person mm. yeah i think he was helping I, I think he was helping make it yeah if i remember correctly but he was a really nice guy and um he the the people at the 7-eleven across the street from me knew who i was and he came in there and and I think he bought some things and he said I felt so bad I broke that girl's cane. Oh my goodness! Um, but then he delivered it to me like the next period when I had my class and he said, "Oh, uh, she's in here uh, and he's got she's got he's got a cane for you." I'm like, "Oh, okay, nice, <laughs> wow, nice." But no, that that was a, that was a, I mean that was crazy. I found it on YouTube actually. That's really cool. Yes. I think the person's name was. I think I do remember. Can I? Is it alright if I say the person's name? The um the the killer. Uh the killer's name. Yes. I think it might. Be, I think. Oh, what you think or you know? I said I. I think if I remember correctly, and I could be completely wrong. I think his name was Jesse Ray. Okay, uh, I don't know if that's true the or killer. not, but you yeah. know, not the not the guy. I'm sure there's a lot of nice people out there named Jesse Ray, who don't kill. I I know someone who's um. I, I I I know someone who has that name, but the um, but the uh, anyway. Yes, you stopped talking to them when you realized they were not a serial killer. No, the 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 Why? boy is a kid. You haven't killed anybody, kid. How are you? No, 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 no. This this person is very young. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, the, yeah, they're they're a child. Back in the day, yes, we're talking early nineties. Mm-hmm. My sister used to go to this club here in Portland mm-hmm. called The City. Yeah. And MTV did a documentary on it. Wow. 
So my sister watches it, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Yeah. And then the next day she tells me, it's so crazy. I watched this documentary and I knew half the people in there. Wow. Yeah. So that must have been like a happening place for uh, teens, I guess. Back in the day. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, babes. I didn't know that there were clubs for teens like that, but I guess that there is. Because mm-hmm. usually you're supposed to be... Uh, was it 21 or over? No, I went to clubs when I was 17. So it was a club, it was a club that allowed teenagers in, right? I'm assuming I didn't, I didn't go to the city, but I went to a few other clubs. I was never a huge club person, Yeah, but I did before I was 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard that club kids, uh, like there's like a club kid culture where they, they like to wear all these really weird outfits. Nice. I think like, um. I think uh, I saw this show. I forgot what show it was, and this girl would like dress up in bubble wrap or <laughs> something weird like that. Odd stuff. That's interesting. The the first and only time I ever went to a club was when my friend had a birthday, and I just got out of my sister's wedding. Oh, so. that's the strip club, right? No, it was not. I thought it was. No, it's. Sorry, go ahead. Am I telling the story or are you? All right, you're telling the story. No, no, no. This is an actual club. This is an actual nightclub. Go ahead. And it was smoky in there. I didn't want to dance with anybody. And I just got out of my sister's wedding. And I was still dressed up in my um, in my bridesmaid's dress. It was nice, too. Nice. But, you know, I was, just, I was dressed up in a pink dress. And I'm like, I really don't want anybody dancing with me because I'm, I'm just not in the mood. Uh, apparently there were people that wanted to, but I just didn't, I didn't know because they never came up to me and said anything. But you have gone to strip clubs before. Clubs! What? We're not supposed to talk about that here. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love you, babes. Mm, what? Clubs? What? You're gonna get it. Sorry, babes. I thought that either mm. was known. <laughs> it wasn't. No. Okay. That's there. There are some things that should remain private. You know? That's right. We don't need to talk about your twenties that much. You skate something with your toes, baby. Uh, no, I did. Oh my goodness! What if I died because of that? I would have to do that extremely hard, but oh. I'm not going to kill you, though. I hope not, babes. No. Yes. 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 Oh my god, babes. <laughs> oh my god, babes. Be good, boy. I always am. Yeah, boy. What I am? No. Oh my god. I don't believe. Yeah, I am. I know you're not. I know I am. I don't believe. Well, you should, okay? Why? Because I said so, okay? Oh, no, it's not true. Oh. How you feeling, babes? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm just really, uh, I'm just uh, glad to be in at your place again because mm-hmm. it has been a really long time and I am just happy to be here. I think the last time was Valentine's Day of 2020. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, that is true, isn't it? Yeah. And you were supposed to come over to my place. The week after. The week after the pandemic started. Or the, you, the week, weekend. The weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Because we were supposed to pandemic, go to a concert. Sorry. That's right. And then everything just... Well, I mean... No, this was this was this was like a month later, though, right? It was a month later, but what I'm saying, babes, is you were going to come over to my place, mm-hmm. and that weekend is when the pandemic kind of 
became right, right. popularized here. Right, right, right. It popularized. Yeah, it became a thing. A thing. That all the kids were doing. Oh my goodness. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think um, Valentine's Day was the last time I was here. Yes. Yes. Well, good. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're back here, Jewel. That's right. That's right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so, but except that, uh, really, you know, get into Humphrey Bogart movies are really good. There's a, I'm sure there's some bad ones out yeah, there, Yeah. but we've seen some excellent ones. Absolutely. Yes. And tomorrow we will talk about books some more, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't have my full list of what I read in front of me. Uh-oh. Um, and I didn't say it here. I guess we'll make this quick. Yeah. But I found out... A couple of weeks ago, the Bard limits you on the amount of downloads that you're allowed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you found it the hard way. <laughs> when I hit the 100 book limit for the month. But now you're you're okay now, right? It seems like I'm good. Oh, good. Okay, okay. <laughs> and yeah. part of that for real was because Android did a weird update on my phone. Ooh. So it messed up the sound, so I had to keep downloading books. Oh, no. That's why I hit the 100. Uh, it's, I, it's not that I read that much. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Yes. I see. Yes. All right, babes. You right. should probably give me a kiss. Why? Because I've never had one. Yes, you did. No, I gave you never. plenty already. I've never had one. I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye.